Hey! What's up, everyone? I'm the Sodaholic, and welcome to a very special episode of Pop Talk, the Valentine's Day special! Blah, 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 blah! <laughs> you know, uh, I was like... Try, uh, the, the struggle for Pop Talks is finding a topic to talk about, and what a great way to record a Pop Talk than, than to have a theme, and today's theme is the theme of love, or at least in my case, the lack thereof. So, uh, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna, uh, not rant, I'm just gonna talk about my, <laughs> my love life. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be a short episode today, boys. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, you know, I uh, I figured, you know, why not? Why not? Just the, the the whole point of pop talks is to connect with me. So come on, get over here, connect with me, damn it. <laughs> Sharing my love. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh yeah. So first and foremost, um. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Hope you all have uh, someone close to you that you can hold tightly and show that you love. And, um, yeah, and if not, that fucking sucks, dude. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> uh, but I'm in the same boat, dude. It's okay. No shame. Well, there is a bit of shame. I feel shame. No shame on you. I'm not putting shame on you. I'm putting shame on myself. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, I figured... Uh, I think today I'm just going to be talking about, um, uh, yeah, just just my past experience in the realm of uh, being in love or um, the similar-ish feelings of that. Um, and it's going to, you know, it's, it sucks when you're single and you and you talk about love because there's a lot of emotions and, and backstories that come along with it. But for me... You know, as much as it sucks to have a love that just falls through, um, you know, I don't, I don't regret any of them. You know, it's like it's one of those experiences where it's like, yeah, uh, it's, it sucked for sure, but I grew, and or at least <laughs> I think I grew. I think I became a better person. But also, the memories were nice. But I gotta make a stipulation when I say I, I, you know, I've been in love. I don't think I've ever been in real love and i know that sounds a bit weird like what the fuck what the fuck do you mean you haven't been in real love i think for me i've never had someone love me back the same way i loved them you know you know you know what i'm trying to mean you know because like uh i've fallen for people i've fallen for girls for sure yeah i've fallen for them many many a times but not a single one of them has uh <laughs> loved me back and that's what i mean by i don't think i've ever been in real love because i think uh falling for someone and then having someone feel the same way towards you are two totally different feelings and uh, hate to say it but uh that's the boat i'm in I've never had someone feel the same way about me and you know it's not it's not anything like i can curse or get mad about you know, as as much as it sucks, because it does suck, um, you, know, you can't get mad at people, right? Because every person is their own person. You know, you can't get mad at someone if she doesn't love me back. And uh, that's just always how I felt about it. It's just, it sucks, yeah, but it is what it is. Um, but man, I tell you, man, I tell you, 
falling in love with someone or uh, fall like i said not in real love not real love but falling for someone and them not falling for you back uh, it's whew, whew. oh man every girl <laughs> every girl that i have fallen for um i i i've tried to have them fall back in love with me and it turns and it just never works out if anything it backfires because then every girl I've ever fallen for has ended up calling me bro. <laughs> Pain. <laughs> nothing. Nothing makes me want to put a fucking gun in my mouth when a girl calls me bro. <laughs> is that is that too morbid? Is that too much of a morbid joke? Can I can I say that on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube? Check me out at Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, fucking Twitch. Hey man. Look, I I am in a goofy mood right now. I'm gonna speak my mind. I'm gonna tell you exactly how I feel. Excuse me. Let's take another drink of water. I'm drinking water is um taking a break and take a swig of uh, liquid is my way of uh, calming myself down. <laughs> I'll be taking drinks right like back to back. I'm not thirsty at all. It's just something that calms me down. But yeah, nothing nothing gets me boiled up and fucking oh. Than when a girl calls you bro. I think any dude who's ever been put in the friend zone understands this pain entirely too well. Entirely too well. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. They, they, yeah. Ugh. Message received. Pain is real, but message is received. Uh, but like I said, you know, I've never... I've never, um, like, okay, in, in heated moments to myself, I'm like, fuck, this is fucking bullshit. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck? Um, but outwardly, never hold it against someone. Never hold it against someone. And, you know, um, one thing that I've noticed about today's times, more so um, <laughs> today than in the past, is that um, I think a lot of guys are in a boat like me, where we get friend zone, right? It happens. Um, and obviously, when someone doesn't feel as strongly towards you as you do them, you feel hurt. But one thing I've noticed about today's times is that people are shaming or putting down men who are upset when a girl doesn't like him back. And I can understand that to an extent, right? I can understand that if the guy is trying to use their friendship as a means of a reward, like, oh, I was, I, I'm, uh, I'm such a nice guy to you. Remember that time um, this happened to you? I was there. You, I deserve your love. I deserve your affection. You're a bitch if you don't do, if you don't love me back. <laughs> If, if someone's using it against someone, I can understand the stance that, you know, a guy's being a piece of shit. But the idea that guys can't even be upset about not being chosen, that now, now that's fucked up, I think. We can't even be sad? And like I said, you know, you, you don't want to hold it against them. Everyone's their own free person. They can love whoever they want to, but... Let a let a guy be sad at least. There's there's no um there's no outlet for us guys when something like that happens, right? 
because usually what happens is um you know we can't turn to her anymore if she if she knows our friends we can't turn to our friends or else we're gonna look like a fucking loser which we are <laughs> can't go to family because who at least for me i don't know i can't go to my family and then you're just alone you're just stuck in your thoughts and then you have everyone saying that if if you feel bad then you're the problem and i don't think that's the case i just think that there's there's limits right don't don't hold it against someone uh, but a man should be able to feel sad about that, I think. Um, but, you know, for me in my life, there's been a couple of times where uh, I, I've I've fallen uh, for someone. And I remember the first, the, my very first girl that I had a crush on. I'm not going to say their names. Uh, but the very first girl I ever fell in love with, I was in the eighth grade. Eighth grade going on to freshman year of high school. Oh man, she was, she was cool. <laughs> well, very romantic, Soto. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Nah, but like when I was in high, or, I'm sorry, when I was in eighth grade, I just got a phone. I got a brand new phone. It wasn't a smartphone. It was just a phone. That was my first time ever getting a phone. And I remember thinking it was the coolest thing ever, but I was also... I guess I still am a raging introvert who doesn't feel comfortable talking to people. So when I got my phone, the only people who uh, got my phone number um, were my very close friends at the time, you know, my, my inner circle, I guess. And um, I remember thinking to myself like, Oh, uh, that's it. That's <laughs> this, this contact list of like what five people. Ah, that's it. That's it. Um, but I remember, uh, my first crush, she she got my number from someone. She got my number from someone. Now she was she was one of the, the popular girls. And I remember um <coughs> I would never have talked to her. I would have never have interacted with her. But we had a like a like an English class together or a social I I can't remember it was social studies, English history, I don't fucking know. But anyways, we had a class together and there was a signed seating and the teacher just put her and I at the same desk. And I'm like, yeah, oh, fuck, fine. All right, sure, whatever. And then after a while, you know when you're deskmates with someone, you don't want to sit there awkwardly. So we would talk. We would talk, I would crack jokes, she would laugh, she would crack jokes, I would laugh and it was just that that banter. And then eventually she she got my number. She got my number from someone else. And I know I know like uh when someone gets your number, like a like a person who you've never Look, if if someone who you don't give your number to gets your number, you should be like, "Why how the fuck did you get my number?" But I was just so ecstatic. But I was like, "Oh shit. She wanted my number? Dude, fucking awesome." I don't know. I have no idea who gave her my number, but fucking bet and that was a cool thing that was a cool thing like a lot of a lot of excuse me a lot of the girls who i ended up getting numbers for i never asked for their numbers because i again raging introvert so i never asked girls uh for their numbers but they all got mine from other people and i was like fucking bet fucking bet let's go <laughs> uh but yeah her and i we her and i talked for a while her and i talked for a while uh, all of eighth grade, and I remember she was, her family was going to move out of state after the eighth grade year was done, 
And by the end of the school year of eighth grade, her and I became really good friends. And I remember I was so sad. And, um, uh, you know, once summer hit, look, again, when, when, when you don't see – a lot of our interaction was in school. And then partly outside of school, we texted each other, right? Um, so when summer hits, um, we kind of not talked <laughs> – uh, over the phone uh, for a good moment. Uh, and then freshman year hits, and I was walking around, and sure enough, she was there. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I remember going up there, and I was like, what, what happened? You? I thought you were moving. She's like, no, we uh, we didn't. <laughs> we, just, we didn't. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is great. This is really great. Uh, but, but fucking high school, dude, that, that freshman year, her and I, kind of, it was, I don't know what it was. We dropped like our, our, our friendship just sharp. It's like, I didn't even know her. It's like, I didn't even know her. It was weird. Talking to her at school was awkward. We, I mean, we never texted each other, you know? I mean, granted in eighth grade, we never hung out, but in freshman year, it was like, there was nothing there was nothing there but i was still super hung up on her and i kept telling myself like oh man oh man if 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 her and i were just together we'd be so happy we'd just be so happy you know and uh you know again i was just i was very caught up on her and um you know, she would get a boyfriend at school, and I would get so mad and jealous. I know, again, never really, you know, said anything against her about her or her boyfriend. But you know, inside, I was like festering with anger. I was like, what the, what the fuck? Um, and again, I just kept saying, "Oh man, if we were together, if we were together, we'd be happy. I'd be happy. It'd just be great." You know, and and we all have these these when you when you're you know struck by someone you had these fantasies in your head of you two together and i had these images in my head of us walking the hallway holding hands uh walking on the beach uh, at a carnival you know sitting in a ferris wheel together um and a lot of these just these fantasies in my head of us being um happily together right and i i i was super hung up on her and one night I was, you know, again, hung up on her like always. I was feeling down and depressed and uh, just thinking, oh, yeah, we would be happy. We would be happy. And then a thought popped into my mind. I was like, why? What, what do you mean you'd be happy? You know, I was like, what do you mean? And again, I, I just kept thinking. And I was like, well, I mean, you guys never really talk to each other or laugh with each other anymore. So you wouldn't be laughing or talking in these scenarios. And then um, in my mind, these scenarios would change after like that question of you guys don't talk to each other, you, you know. So in, in the scenarios in my mind where we're happily talking to each other out in public, um, the image changed to us just smiling with each other, right? All those images of us laughing super hard and, and crying out of laughter, they just changed to us just smiling together. And then I was like, well, you know, she barely interacts with you out in the hallways. What makes you think she wants to hold your hand? And then the image changed again. The, the, the scenarios changed again. 
on all the points where we were holding hands, um, switched to us just walking side by side together. And then I kept asking myself question after question. Like, you guys don't hang out after school. There's no efforts. And again, all of the scenarios started changing and morphing and shifting. And then finally, after all these, these questions in my head, the last question was, if you guys were together, what makes you think that you would be happy? And like that, over, done. Had, I had no feeling. Because all, all the joy that I had, and don't get me wrong, I loved laughing with her and, and being with her uh, my eighth grade year. But because we have changed so radically from eighth grade to ninth grade, there was nothing there to love anymore from my end. And the best way I can explain it is like if you hang out with someone every single day for a year, right, maybe two years, right? If you hang out with someone, you'll get to see them change little bits and pieces about themselves, Right? If someone changes some article of clothing, if someone loses a little bit of weight or gains a little bit of weight, uh, if someone changes their hairstyle just a little bit, teeny tiny, you're not going to notice if you're with them every single day. But if you don't talk to someone and then you meet up with them years later, you're just going to see how radically different they are. There's nothing wrong with it. She's not a bad person because of it. We're just different people. And that's what it was. We were different people the girl who i fell in love with in eighth grade she was just a different person and again there's nothing wrong with that and that was how i um then measured <laughs> I, I like i've said in previous episodes i'm a pretty intense guy i think i said that in the uh friendship and vulnerability episode that i'm a pretty intense dude so whenever i fall for someone there's like <laughs> Radical questions in my mind. My mind's always turning. Um, because there's no point in getting so caught up on someone who's not going to make you happy. You know? And I don't think there's ever a, a perfect person. Right? There's no, there's no like, oh, we met and we were absolutely perfect for each other right off the bat. No, 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 no. Obviously, two people who are very compatible can get together. And there might be issues, sure. But they can work together to form a perfect relationship. Not right, not right off the bat, but with effort, mutual effort. And that was just we. I couldn't get that out of my first my first crush. And so um, after that, I, honestly, I was kind of surprised in myself. I was like, well, "Who the fuck were asking these questions?" I was I was just thinking about how much I love this girl, and I guess I I don't really love her at all. <laughs> <laughs> so then um every girl that i've fallen for after um i've always had that those questions in mind like um like i said before um you always want to address who you are never sugarcoat it always address head-on and so every time i fell for a girl after that um i've always made some rules for myself <coughs> um for for one, <laughs> I'm gonna sound like such a loser. But for one, um, one of the things that I do is, um, I'll talk to myself like, "Oh, hey, this girl's uh, this girl's uh, pretty cool." Do you think it's, Do you think she's cool? Yeah, I think she's cool. I'll talk to myself like that, and then 
to solidify, I have to say, I have to say to myself, like, I, the sodaholic, like so and so. Like, I, I declare it, in my, <laughs> I declare it in my mind. <laughs> I like blah, 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 blah. I gotta declare it. <laughs> I gotta declare it's not real. <laughs> uh, and the other thing is, I, I have to, um, I have to pinpoint exactly what it is I like about them. Every every person's different. Every person has different qualities, and a lot of people can share the same qualities. But for me, I always I had to I I have to identify what it is I'm attracted to, what makes her so different from the rest. And every girl that I've fallen for, I've I've been able to identify that with. Um, the girl who I liked after my first crush, I didn't uh, like. I didn't find her until uh, my sophomore year, or no, I'm sorry, my junior year, my junior year of high school. So after freshman year, there was a grace period where I didn't really give a fuck because no one ever passed him by. <laughs> passed him by like, like it's, it's funny because like I am I'm a fat ugly dude who should have no bars like no limits, but I was like. Every person who I've met in between freshman year and sophomore year, I was like, nah, not with, not with. Um, but yeah, uh, the next girl that I, f I fell for was uh, in junior year. Uh, she was, <sighs> the thing I liked about her was she was awkward. And I know that sounds weird, but it was, it was, I hate, absolutely hate being in awkward situations. Hate it would avoid being in an awkward situation by any ways, means, or so on and so forth. And she made everything so awkward, but in the funniest of ways. She made things so... And, you know, it, it felt endearing, and it felt honest, and um, she made me feel safe by being so awkward. She made me feel like... um. Even though I can be an awkward person and I have made this awkward, it's okay. Because she was awkward too. We can be awkward together. Yeah. And again, her and I talked a lot during junior year. Talked a lot. And uh, once senior, senior year hit, uh, the same thing happened with the first crush. We kind of stopped talking. And, you know, this one's a little bit more understandable. Senior year is kind of stressful for some people. Um, but I used to see her constantly in junior year. We used to be a part of a lot of programs in school and outside of school. So I got to see her inside school, outside of school, and we even hung out plenty of times outside of both of those. So I got to see her all the time, and it was amazing. It was great. Senior year hit, and I didn't see her once. Every time I saw her at school, she was way too busy. Uh, she stopped going to the uh, other programs that we were a part of, and we never hung out. And so it got to the point where it was like the same thing happened, where I was like, well, um, she's super busy. Uh, uh, every time I try to reach out to her, she's kind of <laughs> – something just dropped in my room. I don't know if you can hear that. But, um, you know, she she's, she's way too busy for me. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but um, on her priority list, I'm not there. So, kind of, kind of, cut that off. And again, I was fine. It sucked for like a little bit, but I was fine for the most part. 
And then the next girl that I fell for, she, <laughs> I met her while volunteering. And uh, this one was the qu <laughs> the quickest one, the quickest one, because like, I've come to realize this, um, this was my senior year, either senior year or after senior year um, that I was volunteering. And this time when I was volunteering, um, it wasn't my usual site that I volunteer at. It was a different site. And I've come to realize that my sense of humor, because you, if you watch my streams, you know my type of sense of humor. It's very dumb. It's very, very dumb. Uh, my humor does not translate well to other places and other people sometimes. Sometimes people just don't like my humor and again that's fine but this was the first time i experienced it because every joke that i was saying at this site no one no one was no one was appreciating it it looked like i was annoying people and i was like i i'm fully aware that no one's meshing with me and i am sorry <laughs> i don't mean to be a bother but there was one girl there who absolutely got every single one of my jokes and i'm not i'm not just liking her because um she she likes my jokes but because she also joined in on my jokes like she also not only does she like my jokes she were she was telling jokes that were very similar to mine she would join me in my jokes um like okay <laughs> so when uh we're on like a over the weekend type um over the night trip um right volunteering and there was multiple teams there was a team that dealt with the kids who were on the 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 retreat uh side of things they're the upfront people and then there's the behind the scenes volunteers who won't who won't be seen by the kids but we'd be the ones who set up everything in the background for the actual counselors who are dealing with the kids so like the the counselors would take the kids to the soccer field to play some like activity games out in the field while we set up um, the main hall, like put up decorations, uh, put up everything. Like we were in the background being all sneaky like, um, and so we would always be sneaking around. And her and I were always together, sneaking around, fucking pretending like we're super secret agents. Um, and I remember. Uh, the way they set up the meals, the dinner time stuff, was they wanted to have meals like a family-style dinner. So we had one giant long table with one bowl of whatever item, like mashed potatoes, biscuits, chickens, whatever. And if, if, if you wanted something, you would have to ask someone to pass it down to you, right? Family-style. So her and I were sitting at the very end of the long table, and we kind of got done eating with stuff. And I remember um, it was her me it was another woman her and i and we all the three of us finished and we had all this stuff in front of us and everyone else on the other side of the table was eating and i looked down at my at the bowls and the plates and i looked at her and i was like hey it would be funny if we just started passing these downs like someone asked and just have them take them so that our side will be clean and we don't have to clean up anything and she was like bet she didn't say bet this was before the bet became into a became a a constant in the vocabulary but she was like let's do it and the other woman was like no please guys don't do it and her and i looked at each other and without saying a word we just grabbed like different bowls started passing it down like oh hey um 
Cade said he wanted this, or hey, Selena, she she wanted this, and we just fucking passed it. We didn't make it very far, but like they would grab the bowls and stuff, and then they were like, "What the fuck? What? Stop! <laughs> Stop this!" <laughs> um, there was another time where um we had a bonfire, and um people were gathering around, and I was like, "Guys, wait, we gotta we gotta bless the fire." And I put my hands over the fire. I was like, guys, we got to bless the fire. And everyone's like, you're fucking stupid. And then the next thing I know, I see your hands fucking over, over the fire, over the fire with me. I'm like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. Um, she's also, very, ah, dude, look, the one thing I love is someone who is weird. And I remember um, uh, one of the days of the retreat, um, we woke up and I'm hanging out in the lounge you know, we have some downtime. Uh, and then she comes, sits next to me. And she, you know, we're just, I'm like, hey, good morning. She's like, good morning. She's like, hey, do you know, uh, do you know Hamburger Helper? I was like, the, the fucking food? She was like, yeah, but like the rapper. I was like, the rapper? She was like, yeah, there's this guy who, who just raps about Hamburger Helper. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, bet, let me play. And she, <laughs> next thing I know, she gets on her iPhone, connects to the Bluetooth speaker, and fucking plays uh fl- plays Hamburger Helper with this rapper who who raps songs about Hamburger Helper. It sounds explicit, but it's absolutely not. It's literally raps about food, about Hamburger Helper. And <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Her and I were laughing. Her and I were just listening to this music. And then as the other volunteers was getting up and they heard this music and stuff, and they're like, oh, this is I don't like this. Can we change it? Can we change it, please? Can we change it to something else, please? Um and then someone was, someone else was like, "Hey, let's play some Disney music. Everyone likes Disney music." And we're like, "Fine, all right." So she, 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 um, the girl who I kind of fallen for, she, she gets up, she changes the music to Disney songs, and she gets on this playlist. First thing that plays is Toy Stories. You got a friend of me, and, you know, as much as iconic as you got a friend of me is, it's not really a pop, right? So then she changes it to "Can You Feel the Love Tonight." And she's like, ooh, I like this one. And then she sits right next to me. And I remember I was <laughs> – I remember thinking – because, like, before she played Can You Feel the Love Tonight, I was thinking to myself, I was like, huh, man, she, she is she is cool. Man, this girl is cool. No one no one ever likes stupid stuff like me. And then here she is. She likes my jokes. She's, she's doing stupid stuff. This is cool. And then she starts playing Can You Feel the Love, and she sits right next to me. She starts humming. And I remember I had like a fucking like, like a existential crisis, and I was like, <laughs> I was just sitting there, eyes wide open, and I was like, God, is this a sign? You know how people always ask for like, is this a, is this a sign? Is should I? Is this like do I do, do? Am I thinking too much into this? Is this just a song or, or what the fuck is going? On? I I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Oh man, but nah, she was she was cool. It wasn't a sign, <laughs> but it was it was super cool. It was super cool. I remember we were making these uh, um, arts and crafts, like because um, at the end of the retreat, we were gonna give these kids these goodie baskets, and we we were making them these like bead things, right? Like these uh, arts and crafts made of beads, um, and and th- this is this is like a family retreat. This is for like for kids, right? And so. Uh, Again, we're not with the kids. We're just background people. So we're we're making the beads with these plastic little strings and, and beads, and we're making them. Um, and we're all just chilling. And 
she starts humming this song. <laughs> and I know that's what you, you can't really identify, but she was humming Bees, Bees in the Trap by Nicki Minaj. And the lyrics is like, bitches ain't shit and they ain't say nothing. A hundred motherfuckers can't tell me nothing. Bees, bees in the trap. Bees, bees in the trap. That Those are the lyrics. And I, I, I definitely recognized the song that she was humming. And I, I look at her and I was like, what a great song to be humming while we make these arts and crafts things for kids. This is the, what a great song. And she was like, no, 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 you don't understand. I changed the lyrics. <laughs> and she changed them. She I was like, I was like, explain. And she was like, okay. <laughs> I can't really, I can't say word for word for what she said. Cause I can't remember. But she was like, boredom ain't problem. Something, something beads and a strap beads, beads and a strap beads and a strap. <laughs> and I thought it was the most, I thought it was like, it was awful. It was horribly written. It was a terrible attempt remixing this this vulgar song for for arts and craft but oh man and was i did i love it did i love every single bit about it <laughs> uh she was great what a what a great weekend that was um but um you know i i fell for her right away uh during that weekend because you know it, it was since it was overnight we kind of spent all of the nights together. Um, but like I said, uh, after that weekend, we never really talked again. So I was like, ah, well, what could have been right. Uh, and yeah, you know, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool. You know, she was a cool person. They're all cool people. Um, hmm, what else? <laughs> There was okay, so there's another story, um, and this was my freshman year of high school, and I kind of I kind of fucked up. Uh, this has nothing to do with the, my first crush uh, that I was telling you guys about earlier in the podcast, but um, like I was telling you, uh, I never really asked people for my number. People just got my number from others, right? Um, and this I was okay with it because again, girls who I thought would never get my that I would never have their numbers would get my numbers from other people. Uh, but my, my one rule was this. If you got my number from someone else, just just tell me who you are. Just tell, just tell me who you are. Um, and I remember, like, my first day of school, uh, you know, freshman... Fre oh, oh, fuck me. <laughs> uh, freshman day of school, you go through the orientation, right, and you meet other kids from other middle schools and you know you're you're nervous and you're scared um and so my first day of school went through and um you know i'm on my bus about to i was getting ready to go home and i get this text message and this person says hi i was like uh hi who is this and they're like oh um it's um it's it's uh it's nicole and i was like Oh, uh, and then she texts me back. She was like, you have no idea who I am. I was like, no, no, I do. I do. I do. I, I remember. I remember Nicole. Here's the thing. I had, I fucking, I fucking suck at remembering names. I do not know names at all. My first day of school, I met like 13 different Nicoles. 
And so when she was like, hey, this is Nicole, I was like, fucking, okay. <laughs> Nicole from school, okay, that helps. Um, but Nicole and I would just, after that, after that, it was a bit weird at first, um, but Nicole and I started talking a lot outside of school, right? We, and it was mostly just texting. We just text each other all the time, all the time, all the time. And it was cool. It was cool because, you know, I had someone to text outside of school. And inside of school, I had people who I talked to. Um, one of the one of the people who I talked to a lot with um, was a girl named Rachel. I'm, Rachel wasn't really her name. I'm just changing her name for the story. But her name was her, her name in this is going to be Rachel. So I'm talking to Rachel um, at school, right, which is cool. And then I get to talk to Nicole outside of school. And it was great. It was cool, right? Uh, a few months go by, right? A few months go by, and I become really good friends with Rachel and Nicole and a few other people, right? And one Friday night, uh, I uh, <laughs> Nicole had called me. Nicole never calls me. Nicole had called me on a Friday night, and she called like three times, and I missed every single one of those calls. And the only reason why I know it was a Friday night was because on Friday nights back then, Star Wars The Clone Wars would play. <laughs> would play on Friday nights at like 7 or 8 p.m. And it was like a really cool arc. It was like the Umbara arc. And it was so cool. <laughs> so I was watching fucking Star Wars and Nicole calls me three times. I missed every single one. Look, because like outside of a few people, I don't really consider I didn't I never consider myself popular and it wasn't like we were texting minute per minute per minute for day. So after a certain time of day, I was like, oh, okay, no one's gonna message me. I'm just gonna put my phone down and I'm gonna watch Star Wars. So after I watched Star Wars, <laughs> the Clone Wars on Cartoon Network on a Friday night, I finally <laughs> I look at my phone and I see three missed calls. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oops. And I, again, I'm a raging introvert. I don't, I don't know how to handle social interactions. So when I saw that she called me, I'm not used to people calling me. So when I saw that she called me, I, <laughs> I opened up my phone and I texted her. I texted her. You called? Did you call? <laughs> I texted her. Did you call? After seeing three those calls. <laughs> so yeah i texted her did you call and, she, and a few minutes later she was like yep and i was like i texted her back and i was like um what's up and she was like oh nothing i said like, oh okay so saturday morning comes on saturday morning rolls around and um I kind of knew she was going to call. I was like, yeah, something tells me that this was like, I, something tells me that I fucked up. Um, so she calls Saturday morning. Like I thought she would. And I answered it right away. I was like, Hey, Nicole, how's it going? She's like, Hey, how's your Saturday? How's it going? Um, and she called and she, <laughs> she, she said, Hey, you know, um, you know, you and I have been talking for a while and, um, you know, I, I really enjoy talking to you and being with you. And uh, I was wondering if you and I could uh, become a thing. You know, if you and I should be a boyfriend and girlfriend. 
and I was like, oh, oh man, uh, Nicole, this is, I am so flattered, uh, but, you know, I, I care about you, but I, I don't think I'm ready to be in a relationship right now. And she goes, okay, bye. <laughs> she hangs up, right? She hangs up, which, I mean, if you get, if, <laughs> if you get, like, look, again, I'm a fat, ugly dude, so, and I've been that way for a while. So if you get rejected by me, it's, it's like, I'll, I can understand. And I, I tried, I tried calling her back. I tried texting her. I was like, hey, hey you, you know, I'm sorry. We, you know, we could, keep, we can keep talking. She's like, no, it's fine. I was just, I was just playing. I was just kidding. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, well, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll still be here if you want to talk. She's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, guys, the thing is, the, the, the whole, um, I'm not ready to be in a relationship type thing. Absolute lie. I was told, I was told, I told I wanted to be in a relationship with someone. Here's the thing. I still had no idea who the fuck Nicole was. <laughs> remember, remember when I said on, on the first day of school, how I had, a, had like, I met like 13 different Nicoles and I had no idea which one she was. I met the whole, like, <laughs> after months of talking, I still had no idea who the fuck Nicole was. And, and when, when, in the moments when she asked me, do you want to become a thing? And I was like, oh, whoa, Nicole, like, I had a decision to make. And in my mind, in my mind, the scenario played out like I would go to school the next, like on Monday. A buddy of mine's going to walk up and he's like, hey, I heard you and Nicole, uh, you and Nicole got together. I was like, yeah. And he's going to be like, um. So, uh, you know, who is she? <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I didn't want to deal with that. I didn't want to deal with that. <laughs> I didn't want to explain to people that I had no idea who my girlfriend was. <laughs> Can you believe Oh, the type of explaining I would have to, I just didn't want to deal with it. I had no idea who she was. And that's why I said, that's why I said, no, I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm not ready for a relationship. Oh, man. So that was why. That was why. Uh, and after, after, after we hung up, I was like, damn, that really happened. And then I just started playing Gears of War 3. So a few weeks passed from that moment, and I was talking to my buddy Carl. We were walking the halls, and we were just yapping and yapping. And he was like, "Dang man, can't believe you turned down Rachel." And I, I like I snapped my <laughs> I snapped my head toward him. I was like, Psh! "Huh? What what'd you say?" He was like, "Rachel, you, you turned down Rachel." I was like, "No, no. When did I do that? What the fuck? What are you talking about?" And I was like, he was like, yeah, apparently she called you and you turned her down. I was like, no, I, I, Nicole called me and I turned her down <laughs> and, and the Carl drops the fucking bomb on me. He goes, he goes, soda, Nicole's her middle name. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, I was like, fucking no, no way, nah. He was like, yeah, yeah, dude, Nicole's Rachel's middle name. I was like, fucking no, it's not, no, it's not. <laughs> and uh, we would, like I said, we would walk the hallways before school would start, and uh, we we knew. Like Rachel and her friends would stand right outside the front entrance, uh, and the entrance is a glass door, so we, you could see who's outside. So we walked the halls, and I was like, "Here, watch this." And we saw Rachel through the window. I was like, "I'm gonna." I pulled out my phone, and I was like, "I'm gonna call Rachel," or "I'm gonna call Nicole," and Rachel's not gonna answer. And I was like, "All right, bet, do it." I was like, huh, look at that. And, but fucking, nope, spoke too soon. Sure enough, she reached inside her pocket, pulls out a phone. She was like, hey, Soda, how's it going? I was like, oh, just calling, saying hi. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, hi. I was like, hi. And I was like, all right, bye. We hung up, and I turned to my buddy Carl. I was like, Carl! Carl, why didn't no one tell me? Carl, why? Why didn't no one tell me? <laughs> And he was like, you didn't really, you, you fucking didn't know? I was like, no! No! Rachel never told me her middle name! Nicole never told me who her first name was! And Nicole was like, damn, dude, so what are you gonna do now? Are you gonna ask her out? I was like, I can't ask her I can't ask her out! Not now, not weeks after! Like, I can't, I can't go up to her! You can't just go up to a girl, like, weeks after you reject her. Like, actually, you know, I didn't really know it was you... Uh, when you ask, so actually, now that I do know, uh, do you think we could? <laughs> like again, it was it was the explain the amount of explaining that I would have to do. Just to <laughs> I didn't want to do. So I was like, I, was, I told Carl, I was like, Carl, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I just can't. It'd be a dick move on my end to just drop something like that on her. And all times you're probably gonna say no. Oh man. I was like, I was, I was like, I just, I just gotta be a man and just deal with this. But if I had known, if I had known Nicole and Rachel were the same, and it made sense, it made sense. I was like, why is it like the moment I'm done talking to Rachel, I would talk to Nicole, and Nicole would reference things that I only told Rachel about. I just thought that Nicole and Rachel were just really close friends, and I just. <laughs> It made so much sense. And I remember, I remember when Nicole called me that one Saturday and I picked up and I was, after we hung up, I was like, man, her voice was very familiar. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Woo. Funny times. Funny times. Oh, yeah. Reminds me of another girl that I met this one time. So I was at like a like a at this picnic type thing, right? <clears throat> at uh, you know the the place that I volunteered at the alternative site because I usually volunteer at this one place, but uh, the alternative site that I volunteered at they had a picnic like a like a public picnic open up to everyone. So I went there. And, uh, 
Oh, fucking, excuse me. But I went to this picnic, and I knew a few people there. And uh, one of the, because I've been volunteering since I was in, in high school, right? So this was my high school years. Uh, I was either a sophomore or junior, I can't, I can't remember. But anyways, I was there at the picnic. And this one girl, she walked up to go get something. And she saw me. She was like, oh, hey, Soda. I was like, hey. Uh, her and I weren't very close. We were just good we were we were acquaintances like i had no beef with her she had no beef with me we were very pleasant towards each other we had classes together um but you know we weren't really friends but we weren't enemies it was like hey hi that that's the extent of our relationship um but this girl who i said hi to she's usually very abrasive and very confrontational towards people but i never again i've never had an issue with her so um i've had nothing but positive um interactions with her and um this other girl saw me say hi to her, and then when she left, the girl uh, who saw me say hi, she was like, "I hate that girl. She's such a bitch." <laughs> I was like, I was, <laughs> "I was like, whoa, uh, okay, um, maybe, maybe she's a bitch towards you." And you know, <clears throat> I'm gonna brag a little bit. I'm gonna brag a little bit. I'm a real good fucking friend. Even the people who shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't be. Like, I, I didn't know this girl all too much. Uh, the one who I said hi to, but I, I defended her honor to this to this random chick, right? And I was like, you know, yeah, you know, she might be a bitch to you, but you know, I don't think she is. And she's like, why? And I was like, well, you know, uh, uh, so yeah, we, I, I mean, I did talk to her a few times in passing, but like, we weren't friends. But I was like, you know, she she comes from a family who's you know really harsh, really uh, aggressive, um, and really tough, and that's the way her and her family shows love towards each other. And, you know, I, I feel like um, people don't give her a good enough break. She's actually a very sweet girl once you get to know her, but she's also not going to put up with anything. So um, maybe sometimes what we consider to be rude and mean is actually, a you know, a move of endearment from her end, and we just don't know it. So, you know, so I defended her honor, and this girl was like, oh, huh, I never really thought about this, but thought about it like that. And so her, now this girl, this random chick and I started talking, and uh, it was getting to that point where I was like, okay, well, um, I should go. I should go. My ride's here. Again, I was in high school, uh, sophomore or something. And she's like, oh, um, well, can I get your number? I was like, yeah, I bet. Exchange number. At this point in my life, it was okay. It was normal to exchange numbers. So I exchanged numbers with her, and, you know, we, we, <laughs> we talked not even a day or two. And it was, you know, every early stage of talking with someone, it's a bit weird because you don't know what the grounds are. You guys don't know what you guys are interested in, especially in my case where I just met her at a random picnic talking about how this one girl is a bitch or not. Right. So there's there's literally no grounds. So we her and I, we started texting each other and she was like, you know, da, 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 da. and I was like, oh, you know, I, I saw a rainbow today. That was cool. And she goes, then she goes. Hey, I know this is kind of sudden, but I but I think I really like you. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? We weren't talking. We, we didn't even talk. I just, all I said was rainbow. <laughs> all I said was I saw a rainbow. What, what What was this? And she was like, <laughs> she was like, I, I think, I think I like you. Do, do you like me back? And <laughs> I remember looking at this text and I was like, uh, huh. Um, the answer was no. The answer was obviously no. I just didn't know how to say no. 
Um, and so I, I was like, you know, sometimes my text messages just don't go through. Like, sometimes they fail. AT&T is kind of a shit company sometimes, especially back then. I was like, you know, maybe this is one of those times where I didn't get your text. You didn't get my text. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so I, I gently closed the phone and just, okay, we're good. A month or two later goes by. I don't talk to her at all. I, like, I literally picnic. That one girl's a bitch. Got number. Sent, like, five text messages to each other. And then she said she liked me. And I ignored her. Ghosted her. A few months go by. And she texted me out of the blue. And she goes, Hey, my family and I are moving. And we're going to have this, um, this, this book where people can write little farewells and everything. And I would really appreciate it if you would write something in the book. And, you know, that, that sounds fair. I'm, I, again, I don't really know her like that. But, you know, asking someone like, hey, you know, just if you could write something, that'd be nice. But then she adds, you know, I've been feeling really depressed lately. And I feel like your words would really help me out here. And I was like, fucking, what? Fucking what? How are you going to drop that on me? How are you going to make me feel? What? And so I had a I I was in a dilemma. I could either I can either uh go sign the book and give her false hope that we would be again. I I don't talk to her, so if she's saying that this is gonna break her out of her depression and this is gonna give her false hope if I write anything in that book. But the alternative is if she's depressed and she's telling me this and I don't write anything in the book. And then something bad happens to her? Is that on me? Is that, Should I, like, my conscience, man? And so, <coughs> I'm, like, wrapping this all in my mind. I'm like, fuck, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? Oh, fuck. And I, my, my, my phone was like a flip phone at this time. Right? And I was like, oh, um, fuck. Um, I just, I just closed the phone, right? Just took a deep breath. And walked away. Walked away. And she she never messaged me back ever after that. I have no idea if she's okay, if she's well. But like you can't you can't drop that on me. You can't drop it on someone who you don't ever talk to. That you're the like you're you're the reason why they're not gonna hurt themselves or something like that. That's so fucked up. Now that's toxic. <laughs> that's toxic. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, a lot of a lot of different stories. A lot of different stories. So I, I, you know, I've been on both ends of, you know, not feeling the same way about someone, which is like once or twice, but most of the time, it's me falling for someone who doesn't fall for me back. Ah. <laughs> uh. And a girl always calling you a bro, and uh, it sucks, and it's aggravating and frustrating. Um, but it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, I don't really have a way to, um, I don't know, because despite, despite my method earlier of um, thinking and asking yourself questions and going through all these meticulous questionnaires um, and trying to get over a person logically, Logic always gets outplayed by the heart. You know, at the end of the day, 
you know, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna fall for someone, you're gonna love them, and they're not gonna love you back. And again, that's okay. That's okay. The heart will hurt, but that's okay. You know. Um, I've always hated Valentine's Day because I've always thought that Valentine's Day was this cruel reminder of something that uh, a lot of people, including myself, do not have, um, and that is someone to love. But that's not what Valentine's Day is about. Valentine's Day is not to make fun or to neglect or to point out the absence of love in people's lives. It's supposed to do the opposite. It's a celebration of having someone in your life who you love. It's a literal day of love for people to get to say the words when normally they forget. And as much as it sucks to be alone on Valentine's, Valentine's Day is a very important day. And hopefully one day I'll have the ability to uh, celebrate Valentine's Day um, the way it's supposed to be. With someone who you love. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't really uh, say anything other than that. If there's any of you who are struggling with the friend zone, I don't have much advice in terms of that. Because I struggle a lot with that. And I, I think I have two advice since we're talking about love, and usually I don't ever talk about love, so I'm just going to speak my mind here. I have two advice when it comes to that scenario. And take it with a grain of salt because I am a, uh, I'm horrible at this too. But if you're in love with someone who doesn't love you back, my first advice is this. And this is going to be a tough one for a lot of you. Um, focus on yourself focus on yourself and i'm not i'm not saying that like yo fuck that bitch fuck her you don't need her you know, I'm, I'm saying that in the sense of a lot of times or at least i've done this um you'll spend so much of your time and your effort into making sure she's okay you're gonna spend so much of your energy on her that you're gonna forget to take care of yourself and if anything you have no self-love for yourself. All of your value for yourself is only validated if she feels the same way about you. And the cold hard truth about life is that just because you're the best guy that you could be towards her, you could be the closest guy to her in life, she's not going to love you. You know, sometimes she... Like I said before, every person has the right to fall in love with whoever. And that means that she has the right to not be in love with you. And if that is the case, you know, you're going to feel so worthless. When she doesn't love you back, you're going to feel so, so confused, so hurt, and abundance of other feelings of self-loathing. So... That's why my advice, my first advice is to focus on yourself. Make time for yourself. Love yourself. You don't need someone else's validation to tell you that you're worth it, that you're worthy. Okay? So, buck up and make yourself smile. Be there for yourself. Prioritize yourself. And maybe one day you'll find someone who loves you for you. And not because you're bending yourself backwards for someone who doesn't care. 
okay so that's my first advice and i know it's tough but believe me you're gonna want to do that my second advice is this right if you fall for a woman and again she doesn't like you there's a there's a couple of things that us guys we do we either give up right we just stop talking to her distance ourselves from from her or we keep fighting some of us get hurt um so there's different approaches that every person has to do to deal with this um but my second advice is whatever you do don't make her feel guilty for trying to be happy if that makes sense if she okay let's look at it like this let's say you talk to a girl for a long time you think you guys are getting close you think that one maybe one day you guys will be a thing and then she finds a new boyfriend and then starts talking to you about her boyfriend and starts neglecting you for her new boyfriend and stuff like i said before every person is just trying to be happy every person is their own person whatever you do do not make her feel guilty for being happy do not put it on her because a lot a lot of us you know when we when we truly care for someone the best thing that we want is for them to be happy and if she's truly happy then just just if you can't be there for her and be happy for her whatever you do just don't make her feel bad don't make her choose don't make her feel split or or like being happy with someone is a crime or anything like that don't do it what a what a horrible shitty thing to do um <laughs> so yeah that one's that one's kind of easy for me but you know like i said if you really care about her and every person is free to love who they are you know are meant to love um just don't make her feel bad be there for her or if you can't be there for her don't add on to her um list of anguish i guess i could say i guess you could say so yeah 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 cool 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 cool, cool. is there anything else i want to say for this value because like look odds are <coughs> odds are i'll never talk about love <laughs> ever again uh on another pop talk because you know i i don't i don't feel comfortable i don't feel comfortable because i i get very personal um and it's very personal to me and I, i'd rather not talk about these type of things and but the only reason why i'm doing it doing so today uh, is because this is you know it's valentine's day why not <sighs> Uh, but anything else I want to say? Anything else I want to say? No, I, I can't, I can't say. I can't say that there is. I can't say that there is. Well, I guess with that said, um, I guess this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> I'm still trying to stall to see if there's anything left in my mind, but, uh, I'm not. I'm not getting anything. So, I think I've said this in the previous episode, but um, let the people that you love know that you love them. All right? So, um, yeah. Fight. You know, love is such an interesting thing. Love is love is something to fight for. Um, oh, well... <sighs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. It's a podcast. I can end it whenever I want to. I can talk about whatever I want to. 
Um, I f- so here's an interesting thought or something that I find interesting or at least something that I struggle with sometimes, right? And that is, I, you know, I've been I've been friend zoned pretty much every single time, and um, you know, like I said, girls have always girl, every girl that I fall for has called me bro, and that's fine, you know. But um, one thing I find interesting is that you know some girls they they want guys to fight for them right they want someone who wants to put in effort for a girl um and uh, you know it's totally fine totally fine but girls are also the ones who are like um oh i'm not interested in this guy why isn't he getting the hints at all when it comes to things right so there's you know at least to me, um, I've never f- like all the all these all these girls who I've fallen for. Not a single one of them did I try to fight to be more, you know, because again I, I'm a pretty big dude, pretty ugly dude, and I feel like the guys who girls want to fight for them are like muscular tall whatever's but for other guys um what we would consider fighting for someone um they would probably consider harassment um and so every every time there's been another guy i've always backed off i've always backed you know because like again I've, I've never want to make a girl feel like um I can't be happy for them or that their happiness is a detriment. Um, and, but I've never, again, I've never, I've never fought for anyone because um, I've, I've always felt like the message was clear. Call me, you know, <laughs> you call me bro. That's the message received. Um, and I, I just, I just find it interesting that, you know, I just, I've never, I've never fought for anyone like that, but you know, I don't want to play games either. You know what I mean? And this goes back to me being an intense person about me being upfront with people and not sugarcoating things. Um, even though I've never fought for someone like that, I would fight tooth and nail if I knew there was a chance that a relationship could work. If, if you told me that there was a single chance, I'll fight tooth and nail. I'd never let you go. But I've never got that indication. No one, no, no girl has ever been upfront about things with me. And I, and I find that very, very interesting. Um, and I think I've seen people give up on relationships. I've seen people after, um, months or even years of building a bond just give up and i i find it very tragic because unless you tried every single avenue to make something work uh, if you just give up on love i find that very very saddening especially for me because no one ever gives me the opportunity i just wish people would fight more for for their significant other, you know, 
love is such a beautiful thing. And again, I've never felt real love. I've never had someone reciprocate that love to me. And I guess my third my third advice is this. If you love for if you love someone, fight for them. If you love someone, let them know. Don't 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 let your pride stand in between you and happiness, man. Don't do it. I mean, for me, I've again, I've never fought for someone because no one has made me feel like I should fight for them. That if I fight for this love, like I don't think you would love me back. But for the rest of you, if you if you're going through something, if if you truly care for someone, let them know. Fight for it. Don't don't let them go. Hug them tighter. Let Valentine's Day be exactly what it's supposed to be, and that is a celebration of love. Love. Love, love, <laughs> fuck it, love him. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm telling you that from a person who's, uh, you know, whose who's loneliness kind of gets him every now and then. There's no, there's no, there's no reason why your pride should stand in the way. Just let the people you love know that you love them. Fight for it. Don't give up. And yeah, be open, be honest. It's cool. It's cool to be that. So now, now I have nothing to, now I have nothing. I, I, you know, earlier when I was like, do I have something? That was the thing that I had, that I was like, that I thought about the other day and I wanted to put it, make sure that it made it into the pop talk. But yeah, fight, fight for the love, fight for the love. Yeah. Fight for the love. Um, other than that, uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful time, wonderful day. Uh, I don't know what the next pop talk will be about, but until the next time, um, I'll keep you guys posted. Be sure to follow my Twitch at twitch.tv slash holic my YouTube, SoundCloud, um, Spotify. There's different avenues. Um, so yeah, tick, uh, TikTok, Instagram, all that jazz. All that jazz. So yeah, you all have a wonderful day. Happy Valentine's Day, and I'll see you guys around. <coughs> Fuck. <coughs> Bye. Bye.